Good morning, listeners, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Max O'Brien, here today with Agnes Drew and Dr. Rosalind Clark. It's day 1,451 since we came back on the air. Any news, Dr. Clark? Unfortunately, yes. A group of zombies has been spotted near the normal power station windmill. As we all know, the zombies normally stay away from that area so close to the shore because they don't like the spray of the ocean water. But... Every now and then, some series of forces manages to guide them up there. That's terrible news. Once they get up there, it's like they're in a perpetual rainstorm because of all the ocean water in that area. And we all know what the zombies are like when they get wet. That's super dangerous. Yes. We're working with the clearance crew to see if they have any ideas for how to get them out of that area safely and then put them down somewhere else. Trying to do it while they're in that state of hydrophobic rage is just too risky. Thanks for that update, Dr. Clark. Uh, Anything from you, Agnes? Oh, well, uh, mine is much more mundane. Probably not worth mentioning. No, go on. You always bring interesting stuff to the broadcast. What do you have? Well, I was thinking about the treasure hunt that we were talking about yesterday. You made a breakthrough? Oh, I knew you could do it, Agnes. You just needed some time off to let your brain work on the problem in the background and then come back to it. Um, no, I haven't made a breakthrough. I'm still in the exact same place I was before. But I got curious about that golden owl we were talking about and went digging through the library and found this great book with a list of important lost items. That sounds really interesting. What are some of the highlights? One of the ones that stuck out for me was the heirloom seal of the realm. What was that? It was a Chinese seal that was carved out of hashibi, a sacred piece of jade. I've read about the hashibi. It was a ceremonial jade disc that had a very important role in Chinese history. It was cut with a hole in the center and was recognized as an imperial treasure. This heirloom seal of the realm must have been really important. The book says it was. The words carved into it said, Having received the mandate from heaven, may the emperor lead a long and prosperous life. The mandate from heaven? What's that mean? So, are you familiar with the European concept of the divine right of kings? Sure. It's the concept that says that a king is only accountable to God, and that their rule isn't able to be challenged by anyone, because to do so would be to go against God's will. That's right, in a nutshell. The mandate from heaven is a similar philosophy in China, but the difference is that the mandate could be temporary. If a ruler was deposed, it was assumed that the mandate from heaven had been withdrawn, and natural disasters were often interpreted as heaven being displeased with the ruler. As a result, the mandate from heaven was used to legitimize Chinese ruling dynasties, but ultimately they were still accountable to the people who could revolt. Which was one of the things that made the seal so interesting to me. Here was an object that supposedly conferred legitimacy to the rulers, but that legitimacy could still be taken away. If it was so important, when and how did they lose it? The book says that nobody really knows. There was a period of time called the Five Dynasties and Ten Kingdoms period, which was the years 907 through 960, but it didn't go into a lot of detail about what those were. Chinese history is so rich and deep. 
I tried to study it once, but the political parts were so complicated that I wasn't able to dig into it very much before I got overwhelmed. As for how they lost it, things happen. I'm sure all of those items in that book Agnes found were hugely important to the culture that created and possessed them. But time has a way of moving things around, and you never know when something is going to be put somewhere and then forgotten. I guess so. Well, that was interesting. Good find in the library, Agnes. Maybe we can talk about some more of them on a later broadcast if the opportunity arises. That sounds like fun. We should go for today, though. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, this has been Max O'Brien, Agnes Drew, and Dr. Rosalind Clark. Take care of each other.